Business Tech Weekly, podcast episode number 66. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this week, my good friend and co-host of this wonderful show is away on a business trip. That's right. He is going to be out of the studio or out of the uh, out of the picture, at least today. So uh, I have brought in a very special guest that I'm going to introduce to you right now. That's right, my friends. In the studio, I have none other than the Parker Lilly. Parker, how are you? Great. How are you doing, Cliff? Very good. Hey, everybody, if you don't know this, Parker, or otherwise known as PJ, because uh, <laughs> I can't say Parker all the time. Anyway, uh, Parker is my brother. Now, if you're wondering, you know, well, wait, wait Cliff Ravenscraft, Parker Lilly, what's going on there? Uh, well, he is my brother, and uh, my mom remarried when I was a little little guy and uh pj's my brother so uh there you go i know a lot of you who listen to pursuing a balanced life you've heard me talk about my brother before and you've probably heard me mention him maybe in passing on family from the heart and some other shows but anyway yes i do have a brother and not only is my brother in the studio today but he's going to be quite frequently in the studio uh here in the gspn.tv world headquarters because he is our first and i do mean official gspn.tv intern and I'm happy to be so. So, uh, uh, Parker is a student <clears throat> at Northern Kentucky University. And what is your major? Uh, electronic media broadcasting. So, there you go. Electronic media podcasting. And, and you're in your last semester of college. Is that right? Yeah, hopefully. And so, you had to find some place where you could actually go and intern for some real-life work experience. Is that what happened? That is what happened. And this was my first choice. So And I got it. Ah, we're gonna fix his microphone here it is the mic it's not me there you go see that now that works a whole lot better all right so anyway yes so he's interning here this is his first choice and i'm not sure if anybody remembers this or even if i shared it uh i probably shared it way back in the early archives of uh business tech weekly but um i was actually looking for possibly bringing on a position of intern so that i could actually have some help you know, and and so some fe- some folks had told me that this is something that you could um, you could actually pull off. You could have somebody that works for you. It doesn't actually cost you anything. But you know that that this isn't just free labor. You actually have to have an educational element to what you're doing. You have to be able, able to teach them some things that are going to apply to what they're what they're studying. But um, you know, they come in for a period of time for a couple months. And you train them, teach them, let them get some hands-on experience in whatever it is your business does, and um, you know that that's that's a part of their educational uh, experience, and they get credit for it. So here, uh, Parker is in the studio. He's going to be here Thursdays and Fridays, and I might give him some homework like early in the week, so some things he can do online on his own. But uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to have him here. So. Uh, Parker, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what you hope to get out of interning. Hmm. That's a tricky question. I don't know uh, where to start with that. Well, 
mainly just experience because uh i would like to go on uh i'm kind of an audio geek myself so um kind of want to learn to like set up more like live uh recording situations more than i have in the past so it's kind of what i'm hoping for and i'd really like to start my own podcast and website so it's another thing i'm looking forward to doing very cool. And uh, so uh, when I, I'm trying to think of how to, to tie everything that we're, we're having here today happen into Business Tech Weekly and the, and the target audience and really the, the overall feel of what this show is about. And, it, and I think that having you on as, as our guest today um, is appropriate for the show because there are a lot of small businesses out there, uh, whatever your field is, is that you could probably benefit by having an intern work for you, and actually uh, your intern could benefit from you training them. And uh, so basically that is, that is I think, uh, something you might want to consider. You've heard me obviously talk about uh, hiring a virtual assistant, and way back when I was looking into hiring an in- or to bring in an intern and stuff like that, the one thing that did concern me just a little bit about hiring an intern is that the expectation is that they're only going to be here, you know, somewhere between three and a half, four months, all the way up to as much as maybe six or eight months at the most, uh, is typically how that works. Is is that right, PJ or Parker? Um, it really just depends. Like if you're doing it through school, I mean, like there's only a certain amount of time you have to do it and certain things you have to do. But I mean, if you're looking for an intern just for experience, I mean, sometimes people will do it just to say they did it. So Right. Now, here's the situation. When I had my assistant look in, because I had hired a virtual assistant, and I was having her look into this for me. Um, and the the situation that I had was that she contacted NKU and a couple other local colleges. And NKU does have an internship program, obviously. Uh, but she was saying that I needed to fill out all kinds of description about what my project, you know, what I have to offer and, and what students would learn and and stuff like that. And I got all the details of the person I was supposed to contact and all of those other things. And and to be honest with you, it just got to be where I don't know if I really want to pursue that. I'm, I'm really happy with the idea of having a virtual assistant. In reality, I pretty much know all the same people you were talking to. And what that would have done is you would have had a bunch of kids like me kind of banging on your door asking if they could do an internship for you. Where like, you really don't have to go to them. Like the student finds the internship. So... Exactly. And so that was that was the point that I was saying here is that if you want students to bang on your door and beg for the opportunity to work for you for free for a couple months uh, to, for that learning experience and that credit that they desire, then you would need to go to the process through the process as a business owner and get in touch with the person. Who, who is that person? Is like what's their position? Are they like a dean or? Um, no, there, there's like two or three people I had to talk to to, in order to get this internship and to get it but, rolling, but it's that's like their, a class pretty much. So, okay. But is there, but their, their place in the staff is they're responsible for internships. Is that like, is there a position there in colleges that, that people um, can go to talk to? Their position's pretty much like it's set up like a class course. All they really make sure is that I'm working for like a legitimate company that like makes money and that. I'm like working there like that they're real and it's not something I just made up and like write down hours for and that like they sign in or actually overlooking what I'm doing. But I mean, pretty much any business can do it. It's just a matter of like the student getting it approved, really. So really the student like 
they don't really expect that much. At least MKU, my college, doesn't expect that much out of like business owners of businesses other than to provide experience. Right. So so I guess, uh, again, the, the big thing is, is contact your local colleges if you want to be put on a list for students to consider. Or there's another way you could actually reach out to some college students that perhaps you know that are in the field of study where you are if they're approaching the time when they're ready for that internship. And if they need it, just tell them to see if they can do it for your company. Yeah. Absolutely. And so that's what Parker did. He actually, he, he, he was approaching his last semester and he says, listen, you know, I, they, they said, hey, you need to find an internship. And uh, I don't think you mentioned that I was your brother, though. Uh, oh no no i didn't i left that out yeah. i'm kind of sneaky it, not not that we we lied we just you know the, our name our last names are different so you <laughs> honestly i don't think it would have mattered i don't think it would have either uh and i think this is going to be a perfect opportunity for you with digital media and broadcasting yeah. as your as your major it really was my first choice of what i where i wanted to intern so so I, i'm excited my brother does something really similar to what i would like to do one day so Exactly. And so the other thing that I think would be interesting here to talk about is what I plan on doing having uh, Parker here as my intern. And, uh, and and a lot of it has to do with business and technology. The cool thing is, is that I don't need to supply him with a computer because he has sitting in front of him, he's got a 17-inch MacBook Pro. So he's already running Mac and that's cool because we certainly don't want no stinking PCs in here. I left my PC at home today. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> so so I'm very happy and delighted that he has a very nice, uh, high-quality um, Mac computer. So uh, having him be able to use all the same software and same of the to- same tools that I use, training him how to use that software exactly the way that I use it is going to be a piece of cake. Uh, the other thing that I'm going to do <coughs> is I, I really have a desire for my brother to experience uh, some of the... Uh, some of the same success, hopefully, that I've been able to build around my passions. And so the first thing that we have uh, decided is that he needs to figure out what is one of his number one passions and decide you know, if we can find a niche topic for him to uh, pursue. So why don't you share with us, uh, Parker, what, your, what that original conversation was? Uh, what are the passions that you're thinking or leaning towards at this point, moment? Well, as I said before, I kind of am an audio person. I kind of want to get into recording audio live and like in a studio. But um, my passion, one of my huge passions is music. So um, I've been looking into lately because I'm also a pop culture minor and studying changes in uh, electronic music over the last 10 years or so in American culture. I want to do a show on like new trends in electronic music. I There's just... There's so many facets to it. I haven't really narrowed it down yet to like what aspects I want to talk about specifically for a show. Right. So he's th- he's been thinking about create. So basically, we we're working on narrowing down that niche, and and he's gonna have that uh, by tomorrow, uh, <laughs> because we're we're gonna put him to work right away with uh, studying some materials that I already have available. Uh, one of the things that I'm gonna put into his hands is WordPress for podcasters. And I think uh, what I'll do is probably uh, create him a hosting account on Bluehost. So immediately we're going to start you off with a Bluehost account. And then I'm going to have you um, go through some training materials that's going to teach you how to install your own version of WordPress, how to configure and design it. And then what we are going to do is um, we're going to have you start a blog first. 
you know, so introducing yourself and uh, putting together a schedule of regular, consistent blogging activity on your website. And uh, then we're going to uh, move into recording some of your first uh, podcast episodes and, and incorporating that into your website. And then once you actually have a web presence, from that point forward, it's it's about, you know, gaining, you know, basically putting out consistent, high quality content and then building an audience uh, around it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so uh, really, I, I think the the cool thing here is, uh, and I got I've got to talk with Parker about this, but uh, the 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 cost associated with starting Parker out on his own with his own business is going to be eighty three dollars and forty cents. Yeah. So we're talking eighty three dollars and forty cents. That's going to pay for his Bluehost hosting account for the entire first year. And he's going, WordPress is free. Uh, I do, ha- since I have a developer's license uh, for for my thing, I can actually get a thesis at a very low rate for him. So uh, we can get thesis installed on his site. And uh, from that point forward, he's got all the gear and equipment for podcasting necessary here. So he can uh, do research on his on the web. Right. And I have it. I've been working with audio equipment for a while, so I have a little stash of it at my house too of this and that. It's not as well put together as the studio here, but that's right. You do have you got a mixer, you've got a Behringer mixer still, or do you have a different one now? I think I have the Behringer still. I might have another one too. And I definitely have condenser mics and stuff and all sorts of fun toys. And I'm gonna teach him all about the difference between condenser and dynamic so that we can get him away oh, from those. Oh, I know those. already. All right. Well, we need to get you away from those condensers. Oh. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, and he's of course got the ability to bring the audio. He could record into his garage oh, band. I like and, to record the ambience of the whole room. I know you do, <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. Exactly, just yeah. So uh, yeah, we're gonna so we're gonna help him uh, get started. I mean, literally, I think for under a hundred dollars um, over the next couple months, I, you won't have any other investment other than time. As far as financially, there will be no other investment. It's just going to be your time and, and an investment of under $100, and you're going to be launching a brand, a right. business. And uh, the is probably how that relates most to the show is pretty much I want to start. It's kind of like an intern, but I mean, after this, I want to continue and turn it into a business. So it's pretty much trying to start a business from almost nothing, not completely. But yeah, I have a lot, of, I have a lot going for me and a few breaks, but... Yeah, and it, well, there are a couple things here that you're going to experience as a as breaks, but um, but yeah, you are going to launch it, and that's the reason why you know, technically speaking, I could actually just have you, you know, install your um your blue your WordPress on my Bluehost hosting account and stuff like that. I don't, I don't. It's not that I I don't want to, but I really want you to experience this as your own thing and i want to I, and i would do it on my own anyways if you didn't eventually i'd be my next exactly step. yeah exactly i mean well we could tra- we could always transfer it over to you on your own but i i want to start it out on your own because i believe that um what you can do here is you can actually establish yourself as an authority in the area of electronic music trends uh to to the point where you'll build an audience uh and you'll build a relationship with your audience and those people will start to come to you and rely on you for the latest when it comes to the news and um, when it comes to equipment and gear and all this other stuff for electronic music. You're going to be the source. You'll be that go. Your goal is to become that go to person 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That for for that for this industry, and before you know it, you'll be able to to make some phone calls to people who make equipment or software or uh, you know venues that that are looking to hire people. I mean, these people are going to come to you, and they're going to want to sponsor your show, and and you know it, it's going to take some time to get there. I, I'd say probably monetization of your of your niche. Uh, we'll probably won't see anything happen within the first uh, six months for sure. Uh, in fact, I don't think even think we should even pursue anything for the first six months. Uh, we shouldn't really pressure anything within the first 12. Uh, we should really work on growing your audience and making sure that you're establishing a valuable relationship and uh, and that people come to know, like, and trust you in that field. And And if we can pull that off after a year, there's really no reason why we can't start to see uh, an immediate return on your $83 and 40 cents. And hopefully, yeah. And then, um, by the time you're, you're, uh, out there, you, you've got some, uh, really big opportunities. So anyway, folks, that's, uh, that's what we're looking at doing here with our internship. And the other thing is, is that, uh, he's going to be able to see all of the, uh, workflow and the process. And, and I love this. you not many people are going to start out with their own business with an understanding of what it's like to have a virtual assistant and to be able to see, you know, how that fits into your your business plan or whatever the case may be. So are there any kind of uh, technology tools that you are already using that, that you want to share with people that have helped you through, let's say, through your college and, and preparing for moving forward in this place? Uh, I mean, what do you mean? Like... Like, are, what what kind of, like, for example, let's talk about email. What what kind of email solutions are you using right now? Uh, see, I, sorry about that. I kind of like to, I even pulled back from the microphone. I like to be a little bit unreachable when it comes to email sometimes. That's something, when it comes to business, I'm going to have to change that. But um, as far as, like, software programs and stuff go, like, and, like, audio, I'm pretty well aware of all that kind of stuff. I just need to. I haven't really made any kind of presence for myself on the internet, especially not a real one. Right. So I'm, you're you're going to get purposeful about, you know, Twitter presence and yeah. Facebook presence and maybe even a fan page and some other things there. Especially through my first my last few years of high school, my first few, few years of college, I didn't really want people to find me on Facebook and see pictures and stuff of like me upside down over a keg or something. Right. <laughs> that was, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> But now, yeah, I mean, I'm almost out of college and I want to do something a lot more serious. So definitely. Cool. Uh, as far as email, though, are you using Gmail for your... Is that how you are currently using email? What do you use? Uh, I use my school ID, or my school email the most. But yeah, I have a Gmail account. I pretty much have every kind of email account. It's just how much... Some I check a lot more other, more than others. So Right. One of the things that I, I can tell you that that I'll probably do, and uh, the cool thing is, is I may actually turn it into a, a digital product, and that is um, how to set up Google Apps and uh, to set you up with a brand new Google Apps account. And Google Apps is like Gmail, um, Calendar, and Doc, Google Docs, and all this other stuff, but it's for businesses, or well, it's not for. Businesses. I've kind of played around with it a little bit, but I didn't really have a use for it when I did. So right. So, but when we find out what your domain name is, once we find your brand, you know, whether it be electronicmusictrends.com, which I think is already taken by somebody else, but uh, once we find out what your domain is, then we can actually make that domain the email point over to and associate that with uh, Google Apps. 
So you can manage your calendar and everything through there. That's one of the things that's been helpful to me in, in organizing my business mm-hmm. and using the Google Docs and spreadsheets and, and things like that. So we'll get him hooked up over there. Um, let's see here. Google Voice, do you have a phone number? Uh, we'll set up Google Voice. Have you heard of Google Voice? No, not so much as like Skype kind of. Uh, no, well, it's actually not. It's um, Google Voice is giving you a, a phone number. So obviously you have a cell phone, right? Right. But you don't necessarily want everybody out on the internet that is a part <laughs> of your business or brand to be to able to, phone, to call yeah. your cell phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So one of the things that we'll do is, um, by the way, I'm going to have to make you go back and listen to the notes or to this episode tomorrow and take down notes of all the things I said that we were going to teach you and, and have you do. <laughs> uh, I believe it. I believe so, it. So, so here's the thing. Um, Google Voice, this is what it allows you to do. You go to Google Voice and we will actually wait until we get your apps set up so that you can actually sign up for Google Voice through your Google Apps account. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gives you a phone number. The phone number is free. You can choose an area code here in in Northern Kentucky, an 859 number. And what happens is you give this number out to everybody that you want to contact you through your business or whatever. And um, you can tie that uh, phone number to where when somebody calls your Google Voice number, it will actually ring your cell phone. But here's a couple different things. Number one, you can actually have it to where they announce their name. And so you pick up the phone and they're not actually connected to you. You actually hear the recorded name or something like that. And you can choose whether or not to take the call or send it to voicemail. Or better yet, you can actually say, you know what? I'm only devoting, you know, from 10 o'clock or from 8 o'clock in the morning or, you know, certain days and times of the week that I want that phone number to actually ring through to my cell phone. And you can actually go in and turn it to where it doesn't ring. It just goes straight to voicemail. Mm-hmm. So Google Voice is mo- kind of like, first and foremost, it's a voicemail service. Gotcha. But it's also a way for you to actually uh, receive phone calls as well. Uh, it also has text messaging and, and other things as yeah, well. Actually, I think my roommate uses it for free text messaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I just saw somebody wrote that in the chat room. So, yeah, so so there's that. Of course, uh, you know, writing docu- you know, writing documents, you can use Google Docs. That's not going to cost you anything. Although, um, do, are you use, since you're a student, do you have like uh, Word or Excel or Microsoft products on your, yeah, I on your the, Mac? Yeah, I have the Apple version of them, but yeah. Oh, so you have iWork. No, it's... Oh, you have the... So you it's have the, made by Microsoft. You have Microsoft Apple. Office for the Mac. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so you use those and, and that makes a lot of sense because you're a student and they require you to turn things in and doc format. And yeah, you have to convert it and stuff. So, yeah. So uh, have you had any experience uh, with problems with that or, or like where you create something in Microsoft Office on the Mac, but it gets formatting, you know, it gets all weird when you turn it in to somebody who has it on the PC or is it OK because it's a Microsoft to Microsoft? I don't normally have problems. Sometimes when people upload things using like PCs and they put it in weird formats, my Mac can't break it down. But I've never had a email from anyone, professor or otherwise, where like they couldn't open a doc because I mean I always save it in the window format because Mac's gonna be either or. So right. But sometimes I'll get all kinds of weird like gibberish extensions, and I don't know what they are, what they're supposed to be opened in. So right. Well, um, let me ask you this. You've had a Mac. Uh, no, actually, you, you, when you started college, you had a PC. Yeah, I did. So switching over to the Mac, when you went to that, did you find that there was anything that you could do as a student that you needed to do 
on your PC that you can't do on the Mac? Uh, at first, like I had to get Office and all that stuff. Like I had to figure out how to do that, and that was a little confusing at first. But overall, like uh, I started off as a uh, my first year of college, I was an art student, and then I moved to business. And I think around the end of me being a business student is when I got a Mac because I knew that I was going to go into media, and I wanted to get back into art, like on my spare in my spare time. So. The reason I got a Mac was mainly just because it's a lot more easier to do creative things and like, especially with music and sound than it is on a PC a lot of times. I mean, really, if you're good at it, you can go with either or, but I chose Mac. And right. uh, after I failed accounting for the second time, I was like, I'm not turning back anyways. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So obviously what we've got here is, uh, you know, with the tools that are available, we have somebody who wants to, you know, wants to become an authority in a particular niche or field of topic, and and I, I believe what we're going to do is we're just going to try to do that. Uh, like I said, under a hundred dollars, try not to spend any more money than that. With you know, with the understanding that he already does have a pretty powerful computer, you know, and uh, he does already have some gear and, e- and equipment. But really, uh, I, I'm excited about sharing your journey. Uh, with folks and and stuff like that as as we go along i am too i think it'll be interesting because i mean i have an idea of where i like to start which isn't very narrow but from that i also know that i want to expand later so right very cool well um i'll tell you what without andy here um i don't have a whole lot more set up to talk about i do want to say this though i i did get a brand new piece of business equipment Uh, i i went out and bought the 11 inch macbook air and I talked about it at great length earlier today, and I'm going to see if I can find that episode number for you. It's episode 154 of Help I Got a Mac over at helpigotamac.com. Uh, so again, go to helpigotamac.com, listen to episode 154, and I've given my entire reaction to my 11-inch uh, MacBook Air and why I purchased it. And uh, <clears throat> I will tell you, I'm very very excited about this piece of equipment and uh, looking forward to it. But uh, hopefully Andy will be back next week, my friends. Uh, he, Like I said, he is out of town this week and uh, I think he's uh, went to some kind of free agent academy weekend or something like that so nothing else you can look forward to seeing a lot more of me around yeah in the background yeah so if you ever come around on uh gspn.tv live show thursdays you will see pj's head poking around the live video uh and he'll be t- doing all kinds of stuff behind the scenes to make what we do here possible so that we can uh show him the ropes very cool my friends, if you are out there and uh, you want to call in your questions, your feedback, um, comments, anything for the show here for Business Tech Weekly, you can do that by calling us at 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number, 859-795-4067. And of course, uh, if you haven't heard already, our shows now are free each and every week. That's right. Business Tech Weekly from January 2011 forward. Every episode, every show, or every episode every week is free. Not only that, but every episode of every gspn.tv podcast. By the way, that can that's somewhere between 7 to 15 podcast episodes every week available to everybody in the world for free. If you want to support the content that we do, 
we still encourage you to do so and invite you to head over to gspn.tv plus to learn more about plus membership. And of course, if you haven't heard about it and haven't seen it, you have to check out gspncommunity.com. That's gspncommunity.com. It's our brand new online community site. Uh, 164 people have signed up within the first seven days, and the interactions there are amazing. We also have a section for Business Tech Weekly, and uh, so there's a lot of conversation that we can have there about technology tools and tips and all kinds of other wonderful stuff there. That is it, my friends. I'm going to say thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we encourage you to join the community. Thank you, PJ. Thanks, everybody. Parker. (laughs) (laughs) Take care.